You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Good morning. So we have a, a, a championship wrestler. Is it wrestler or wrestler? Which one? Rass, rest. We say wrestling from Marietta, just letting you know. And he has special shoes for wrestling. Is that correct? Where is he? Is he in here? Oh, there he is. I'm not going to bring you up here, okay? I was a national bodybuilder somewhere. Not sure what state or what, uh, I don't know where I was when I actually tried that kind of thing. My daughter says that I look good today because my shoes match my shirt. And then I was told this is the wrong shirt because it's not winter anymore, but this is the last time you'll see this shirt. We're going into springtime. It's happening. Next weekend, time change. You know what that means? That means God is good for golfers. That's what God does for us. He changes time so we can play more. That's what he, that's what he wants. So I uh, hope that uh, when you talk about in your shoes, uh, that I don't know if you, I don't think anybody's ever worn my other, worn these shoes, I don't think. Have you ever worn out somebody else's shoes? I don't know if how that works. Uh, some people you just don't ever get around. We'll talk about that. It's like, why would we do that? That's just crazy. Uh, I do know that teenagers' shoes smell the worst than anything I've ever smelled in my life. Can I get an amen with that one? Okay, that's a spiritual thing happening. This is no lie. When I was in um, Rock Hill, I was in Rock Hill, I went to Winthrop College, or is it university now? Let's say university, that way it won't feel as old. And so uh, I really only had one pair of shoes for everything because you're poor in college kind of thing. And they, were, they stunk so bad, I tied them to the outside of the car on the way home. That's a true story. And people would blow their horn like, hey, your shoes are out there. I know. If you only knew why they were out there, it would be amazing. So we're going we're gonna to move into In Your Shoes, and we're going to talk about those people, the people that are not here. You don't want to talk about like those people. The people that you don't like to be around that are in your life, that's those people. And then we're going to try to figure out uh, if we can love them or should we love them or do we not, we don't care. It's, it's kind of like that. So we got all that happening today as we get into this. So we live our life basically from our perspective. We see everything from our shoes and really we don't, I don't know if we really care. This is really interesting because as a Christian, let's talk, you would talk to Christians first, you watch it online, let's talk about that first. Uh, so if you're a Christian, you're actually supposed to care about other people. Does everybody know that? Is that news? Like, but I think the easiest thing to do is just to care about yourself and not worry about those other people, those people, right? Those people. Because those people get in our way and they cause issues and they don't think like us and they don't even smell like us. So we will, we're trying our best not to be with those people. So we're going to live our life basically from our shoes and from our perspective, which is much easier to do if you're not a Christian. You see what I'm saying? See, the problem was, watch this. You said, for most of you in here, you said, I want to follow Jesus Christ. I don't want to be like him and do what he does. Well, then you're going to have to love those people because that's what he told us to do. But he told us a couple of things, though, because you're not going to be able to do it, really, 
on your own. And it was real. We had this, we had the old shoe and the new shoe thing going on last about two weeks ago. And so Jesus was telling everybody about the old shoes because that's what we're used to. Is old. Isn't it great to have an old pair of shoes that you just put on and they just like, oh. is it, do you have go-to shoes when you're on? Like you just have those go I couldn't find my go-to last night. I was very upset. I finally found them. My dog had them, okay? The dog likes shoes. Do you know dogs like shoes? That's amazing. My dogs like everything. It's amazing. So we had old shoes. We had these old shoes and this is what was happening when Jesus shows up on the scene. This is what everybody had lived with and lived by forever, Old Testament, going into New Testament. These are the old shoes. This is what we've always been used to. There is a problem with it, though. There is a problem with it when it comes to those people, remember? Because let me, I'll give you the problem real quick. Uh, he said, do not seek revenge or bear grudge against anyone among your people. You see what I'm talking about? There was a problem already because we're just talking about your people, not those people. There, you understand how this is working because now there's a your people going on. Do you have your people? Do you know your people? And you avoid those people. That's what usually happens. So if your people and those people are not in the same, they, y'all don't hang out. Okay, so that was a problem. So we have this, uh, your people, but love your neighbors yourself. I am the Lord. Now we have another problem. You have to love people like you love yourself. But what if you don't feel like it? Do you do people exercising here? I mean, this is the time to do it. Say, well, man, no, we're done with it, aren't we? We're done. We start in January, it's February, March, we're done. We don't have to do it no more. That's what usually happens. But how do you, I mean, what if it's, you know, but exercise as you love yourself. You would never do it. You're never going to feel like it. So there was a problem because now it's easier, okay, when it comes to yourself, is to love yourself and love your people and just forget about those people. And that's what, but that's okay if you're not a Christian, you don't really care. Your life's a little bit easier. You say, well, I got my people and I got my thing and I don't want, and they have their thing and I don't want them over here messing up my thing. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to try to do all we can to avoid that. And then Jesus shows up. Oh, he messes everything up. He messes up funerals. He messes up life. He tells us we should be happy and joyful. And he tells us you're supposed to love everybody. And you're trying to figure out, well, wait a minute. Is that everybody? Does that mean just my people or your, or when you say your people, who are we talking about? Who is talking about everybody? Everybody has just become your neighbor. Really? Yeah. It's the new shoe. It's the new shoe. Here's what happened. He said uh, a new command. Now, listen very carefully. He got into the New Testament, and they said, what's the greatest commandment? Love God, and then love people and, you know, as yourself. And he shows up in the upper room. This is the amazing thing. He shows up in the upper room with his disciples. They've been around him. They've been watching him. He's been raising dead, healing people. He's been actually kind to people that was, was not his people. Does that make sense? He was, not, he was like loving other people that were not his people and it wasn't, and for them, it was like your people, but now it's everybody's people. And he's showing kindness and love. And so he's going to tell the disciples, I want you to do what I'm doing. So they're trying to figure this out. So this is a brand new deal going on. Let's have a brand new deal. So the new deal is, is love one another, not like you love you, but as I love you. That just messed up 
everything. Do you know that mess? Do you know how hard that is? Have you figured that out? I would just rather love God and forget the people part. Is that not the easiest thing to do? I just love God. We just have music. We, can even, we don't even have to, ah, we just do that. You know, we can even have food just for me and your people, not those people. So that's kind of like, and now he's messing everything up. So he says, uh, love one another as I've loved you, so you must love one another. Now, real quick, let me help you real quick. There's not an option in here. There's not an opt-out clause. You know how they have, they have they opt out now. If you're playing basketball and you don't like it, just leave. You know, if you're playing football, my team's not doing well. Get out. That's not what we have. Now, I'm talking to Christians, though. So if you're not a Christian, you already have to worry about this. You can just take care of you. No, worry about the rest of the people. And so that's what was kind of what was happening with the disciples, though. You understand, right? Uh, they were... They were very spiritual and very religious, but they only cared about their people and themselves. That was it. They didn't care about you. You can die and go to hell, no problem for them. But it's a problem now. So they thought it was going to be pretty easy at first, you know. They thought, well, I'll just do what Jesus does. This is what they're getting out of this command. I'll just do what he does. He loves people, you know. I've seen him care and all that. And then then Jesus did something really interesting he went and died for those people. Oh, man, wait a minute. You still want to be a Christian? This is what I'm saying. This is kind of what they're thinking. Do I really want to do this? I'm going to have to die for people I don't even like? Well, sure. And then he gets on the cross and he says, God, forgive those people because they don't have any idea what they're doing. And that would be probably us too. We don't know what we're doing either. It's just the way it is. So that's kind of what happened. So we had these, these, this new command. Now it's not love people like you love yourself. And it's not just your people. It's everybody people. But what if we don't like those people? And you know who those people are, right? And you're, you know who they are. And here's, let me ask you this. Is it a possibility, just a thought, is it a possibility that you would actually invite those people to come to church in any way because you don't like them, right? But what if they became... I'll show that. I will do this in just a minute. What if they became a person of interest when it comes to Jesus Christ? All of a sudden, they had this thought, like, I think I need a Savior, but there are those people. Now, what are you going to do? This is, what, this is what was happening. This is what was taking. All this was happening. So they had to figure out all this stuff. Have you ever been on the other side of a well-meaning person that's giving you great advice? It's like a college kid telling you, hey, giving you great parenting advice. Have you ever had that? The college kids, you know, they get smart when they go to college. So they know everything. And so they come home and tell you, you should have spanked your kid more. And then you say, somebody should have spanked you more. So that's kind of how it works. And then, so you have all these, and then you have, a, you ever ask a teenager, if you were the parent, what would you do? You ever, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. But I wanted to hear it. You know, I've asked my daughter, what would you do? I'd stay out late, you know, whatever, you know, I'd, I wouldn't, I'd go to school late. I wouldn't go to school. I mean, it's amazing stuff. So, so if you, a lot of us have been on the other side of this well-meaning, how about, I tell you, I love this part. A couple gets married and they're six months into marriage and they want to do a marriage retreat for you. They want to tell you how wonderful everything is. Really, why don't you give it 20 years and let's do that one? That kind of thing. 
Everything's wonderful the first six months. Maybe a year. Maybe so. We got a couple getting married really around here. It's going to be happening. I've been trying to give them advice. Uh, but they didn't listen to me right now. They, they're in love. You know how it works. Nobody's going to hear anything. You're in love. It's going to be like this. Oh, I know it, but love will get through it all. Well, call me in a year. We'll see where you are. I like that. Is that the truth? I'm trying to wear their shoes right now. Okay. Have you ever been on the other side of a well-meaning Christian? So this is what's happening online, and this is what's happening to you. Some people have left the church because of this, a well-meaning Christian. Now, I'm going to tell you some stuff from me because I need you to know uh, from my, where I was, okay, what has happened to me. And, it, and uh, there's been a lot of well-meaning Christians in my life uh, that I don't, I call them those people. Does that make sense to you? Because I'm going to go ahead and confess to you that a lot of the religious people in my life are those people to me. And when I hear somebody come up and start talking very religious, I want to back out. I want to leave. And that is my problem. You understand? So I'm just giving you a heads up of where I've come from. And it's hard to believe I'm even here because of well-meaning Christians. I'm, I'm, I remember marathon in this building when years ago we had a, we had people praying. I had an altar call. I asked people to accept Jesus Christ. We did the prayer, and people were down. And I'd moved down here, and I was praying with people, talking to people, and staff was praying. People were, were accepting Christ. And out of the back, this girl comes walking all the way down. She comes all the way down. She's a college kid, real smart. Okay, real smart. She comes all the way down. I'm trying to figure out: is this prayer salvation? But her body language said, I'm about to get it. So I stood there, and she said, I want it. Now, remember, I am in the front, and everybody's praying, and people are getting saved. So she stands right there, and she says, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with Marathon. First time being here. She said that I have made it too easy for people to accept Christ. That's, that's those people. You see how that worked? So many of those people. Let me tell you some more stuff. It's amazing anybody's in church, really, because of those people, right? And, and those people, you have to think about that. Those people actually got Jesus. And those people actually got Paul. So you have to think about that for a minute. This is the worst for me. My mother's dying with cancer just a long time ago. My mother's dying with cancer. These ladies come over to pray. Okay, to pray. So they go into the room to pray with mom. And I told my, I don't know if my whole family knew all about this until this morning. They go in to pray. And the first thing they say, the reason you have cancer is because you have sin in your life. It is unconfessed. And you need to confess that sin right now so that God can heal you. There's a good thing I did not have a gun. But my aunt, Wilhelmina, isn't that a great wrestling name? Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina goes in there and grabs him by the arm and walks him out of the house and says, do not ever come back in this house. I I mean, I'm just telling you, those are those people that I deal with. I don't know who you, I don't know who people, you know, here's the problem. Let me tell you the problem real quick. I'm a Christian and I'm supposed to care about those people, so we got to figure this out. It's how this works. I'm supposed to care. So 
That was one of the worst things. And I'll, we'll go through those people, a group of people who are almost impossible to love. I, w- I did not want to love in any way. I'll be straight up with you. It took me a long time to get over that. I wanted to kill. You're talking to my mama dying with cancer? Oh, you see what happened? I'm still mad about it. But I do love them. Okay, that better? Why do I love them? God said to love them. Not, not, not the way I love. You, you see how that works? It's not the way I love, but it's the way that he loves. Because if you way that I love, I wouldn't care. But because of him, I do. There are those people that are impossible to love. They're out there. My older brother, Alan, who's watching online, he's somewhere in this country, Seneca or Moahala. We're not exactly sure. He's somewhere in this country. And uh, it takes a little while to get to his house. And he watches me every, every Sunday morning. And so I'm, I'm going to tell you about him. He's my older brother. He's five years older than me. And when he was, this is, I'm going to go back to the 1970s. For some of you, they, yes, we had cars. Just throwing it out. Okay, no internet, but we had cars, okay? So I go back to 1970, and my brother has the most beautiful blonde hair you've ever seen in your life. It was down to his shoulders. He'd take and comb it like this. In the 70s, everybody was like rock stars, you know? So he had, a, and, and he had this thing he did. I don't know where he learned this. So he would wash his hair in the sink, okay? With one of those sprayers. We had sprayers back then, too. But he would crack two eggs over his head, and he would rub it into his hair, and then he would spray it down, and it made it, I guess it's the protein, it made his hair beautiful, beautiful. And if he was riding down the road, he almost got, he got in a lot of fights over this, because he would go down the road in a car, and, it, and guys would holler at him, because they thought he was a girl, and he just didn't like that. But I'm like, you know, you look pretty good from here, kind of thing. Very good looking guy, I'm telling you, very good looking, everybody. So Alan decides that he's, you know, we've all been to church, so Alan's going to go to church. So Alan dresses up to go, we used to dress up, you know what I mean, you know all that stuff. So Alan dresses up to go to church, so he goes to church, and he walks into the church, and somebody says to him, and I'm not, I don't even know exactly what it was, excuse me, who it was, I'm not exactly sure, walks up to him and says, you cannot come in here until you cut your hair. That's those people. Get it? So my brother never went back to church. He'd been out of church for a long, long time, but he found Christ eventually. He's, he's doing really good. He's doing really good. Do you see what, do you see this? This is why people were watching on the line right now, because they don't want to be around those people. You, you see what I'm talking about? So then Jesus steps right up in there and says, don't you love them like you? You love them like me. So it just changed the whole world. It changed everything. Because you have to understand that Jesus died for, for them too. Whatever thoughts they have, whatever religious thing they got going on, they, it's still the same. Jesus still, his, his, his blood covered their sin. He cares about them. He really does. I, I wonder, this is, this is what you got to be careful of because then all of us will do this. I call it the category. Instead of seeing a person... Uh, we see what? You see what I'm saying? Somebody walks in the door. See, what happens to me, because those, you know, those people are religious people to me. So a religious person walks in the door and starts talking spiritual stuff, I automatically put them in a religion category. 
which I automatically say I'm staying away from you. You see how that worked? So I don't know what your, those people are. I don't know what category you have. So if somebody comes walking in, uh, red, green, black, or white, they walk in, you already put them in a category, and you do what? What do you do with them? You stay away from them? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We fail to see them as a person, as a human being. We already put them in a category because of either past hurts or past decisions, something happened that you put these people in a category, and every one of these people... Jesus died for and loves and wants them to know God. And he wants to use you to get them there. What happens if that person becomes a person of interest when it comes to the kingdom of God and you're the only one that can get to those people? That's a little scary. That's a little scary. But can I like not like them but still love them? Whatever you feel. Whatever you feel. But it isn't about... It isn't how you love, it's how he loves. And he went all the way to the cross. Do you understand? And the apostle Paul talked about it. He saw it. He, was, he watched this happen. I don't know if it's race, ginger, ginger, gender. Could be ginger. You don't like gingers? Or age, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting older. I'll just tell you now, I can get my shot this week. Y'all figure it out. Okay. We think like this, at least those people stay with their people and we stay with our people. Amen. Isn't that right? Now, don't come in here. With, don't those people come over here and mess me up. Don't, y'all, don't be coming in here messing with what we got going on. But don't you supposed to love people? We love them out there. And that, <laughs> I love them out of my house. <laughs> I don't want them around me. But if they become a person of interest and they want to know Jesus Christ, and you're it. What do we do? Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Oh, so hard. So hard to do. Here's a non-Christian option. So let me just give you some options. If you watch it online, if you're right, let's do some non-Christian options. Uh, let's just stay away from them. How's that? Sound good to you? Let's just don't get, you know, everybody stand for themselves. I'll swim. <laughs> Hope you make it to God because I'm not in that one. Okay, you just stay away. Um, fight back. You can just, I mean, Facebook's a great place just to go at it. Why don't y'all just do that? Nobody else does. Why don't y'all do it? Just tell them what you think about them. You sorry, no good, just go ahead. Uh, confront them, but you can actually go to their house and walk outside and pick a fight. You're a non-Christian, so what does it matter? But no, no, and if you choose to follow Jesus Christ, you can't do this. Everybody got that? So, uh, so I got that. You don't have an option. I, I think so many options in Christianity. If I, if I want to follow God, if I want to read my Bible, if I want to pray, if I want to give, it's option, 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 option. That's how we look at this thing. This isn't an option for you as a Christian to listen very carefully because I, I, I kind of want to invite those people in here. But you're the, ones that, you're the ones that know you're the ones. You're the one that know those people, right? So a new command I give you, love one another as I've loved you, uh, I don't see an opt-out button in there. I don't think that was a, if you want to do this, do this. I think this was straight up, this is what you're doing. This is going to change the world. This is going to reach people, and you're going to do it. And it may cost you something. It may even cost you your life, but that's what we're going to do. And it cost everybody their life that was at that table. You would not believe how they died. It was amazing. That's what they did. 
This is what happened to Paul. I'll hurry real quick. He was, he was trying to deal with those people. You, you understand what I'm saying, right? right? He's trying to deal with them, like me. Am I completely over the religious thing with people? I'm not. I'm trying. It's a deep hurt. It's a deep wound, and I'm working on it. Do I care that they know God? I do. Am I going to be the one to get them there? I don't know yet. Some of them, not real happy with. But of course, Paul was the same way. Paul's in chains. Everybody tried to kill him. They got Jesus. Now they're trying to kill him. So he's writing all these messages and all these gospels in prison, and he's trying to figure out for us, this is what's so interesting, trying to tell us how to love those people. Like, here's how you do this. And it's like, we don't want to do that. We don't like that. I know that, but do this. So here's, he figured out something because it was a mystery that needed to be, be told. And here's what he said. And pray for us. Let's, talk, let's pray for us, okay? Let's pray for us. Two, that God may open a door for our message to those people. So that's what he's asking. He said, I need, you to, I need him to open a door up for the message to those people that you don't like. But we got to pray about this so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in change. He says, we need, this, we need a door to open. A, somebody, a person of interest in your life that are those people is going to want to know God. We need that door open so that we can get the message and the mystery to them. The mystery is, here's the, you want to know the mystery? The mystery is that Jesus died for everybody. Red, yellow, black, and white. They're all precious in his sight. His blood covered their sin too. That's what happened. That's the mystery. What's the mystery? Everybody can go to heaven. Everybody can have eternal life. Everybody can have this wonderful life on earth as it is in heaven. Everybody can have it. There is the mystery. He said, we got to have this. This door got to open somewhere. He wasn't finished. He said, I need, he wants to proclaim it. Clearly, so we need to do the same thing uh, as it should, as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. There's those people right there. Has everybody got that? Eddie, please be wise in the way that you act toward those people. And I find myself being as sweet as possible. I really do. You can ask my brother. I'm just as sweet as possible. Just, just go with that, Okay. Make the most of every opportunity that will come open and come available. And so what happened? What has happened? We get to invite those people here because an opportunity has happened. Do you know what has happened? A pandemic happened. What does that mean? Uh, Let me give you a couple things. I've had so many people say this. They say, I'd love to have been there when you were in the warehouse in 97 and 98, when thousands of people were coming and we stopped traffic down 123, I'd love to have been there. I'd love to have been there. I'd love to have been there and watched all these salvations, 4,000, 3,000, 4,000 salvations take place over the life of Marathon. I'd love to have been there for that. Then I had people say, I'd love to have been here on two th- in 2004 when you opened this building and over 5,000 people came and they parked in every place you can imagine to get on this parking lot, get in, this par- get in the parking lot. 83 acres are here 
and we have a pandemic and the opportunity to invite everybody around us and with us has just happened. The fourth thing that, it, that got the biggest move that is about to happen is Orchard Hill Camp. We have been praying and waiting and ladies and gentlemen, it is here. And you are here to see this happen. You are here to see what God's about to do. It's not, it isn't, it isn't pie in the sky, it's happening around you. It's actually here now. On that side, you can go over here and you can see the ball fields that, that are in now with grass. It's happening right now. So we're going to do Orchard Hill Camp. What has happened, we talked with people in the school systems, administrators, the state, DSS has pulled back some rules. Why? Because they want this to happen. They said what we need is elementary school kids to have a camp. We need elementary school kids to have an after school program. And within three miles of the school, that is us. We have 83 acres here. And plenty of building. We're going to open this building up to all those people. We're going to have a chapel. If you've ever seen Marathon do a camp, you don't want to miss this one. If you've ever seen it. Let me tell you, if you're watching online and you're listening right now, there's only 55 spots. I suggest you get one. But this is going to be a camp in the summer and also an after-school program that we're going to be doing. One of the reasons this is my heart, I did this in Rock Hill. I was one of the after-school directors. I did sports programs. I did everything. I did bodybuilding. I did everything. Why? Because I love kids. I love parents. What's happening? People would never step on this property ever because of those people. But their kids are going to be here. And we're going to have chapels. We're going to have programs. You, want, you, not, you have no idea to you what's happening. You have no idea. This is going to be the layout. All this is on the website. This will all be on the website. You can go and look at it. I'm going to ask you in just a minute exactly what I've asked the other people, the other people, not those people, the other people that made Marathon happen. You get to be a part of this. This is your time, your moment. You get to do this. We are we having a ropes course being put in. It's going to, I think the ropes course and the zip line is going to go in tomorrow. This happens tomorrow. It's going to be over here. We call it the Oaks. Is that right, Spence? Am I pointing the right direction? Over there's going to be the Oaks. Yes, I'm going to be on that zip line. You better believe it. Ropes, kids course. Uh, there's a zip line. I don't know if I'll be that happy. But I'm going to give it a try. This is all happening right now. This is happening now. So you will see this happening on the oaks. I don't know what we might call, I don't know what we're going to name like pines and oaks and orchard and whatever. People everywhere on this place, every day. And we're going to be reaching out to them. And why did this happen? Because the state and the agency said, we had to get somebody to do this. Would y'all do it? I've been waiting. And we are here, ladies and gentlemen. It is happening. You better get you. You better get in there. You're not going to have room. I'm telling you, Orchard Hill Camp. Here's what we got to do. Money's already been coming in. We got money coming in different places. Uh, what we need to raise is twenty five thousand dollars because we're hiring at the end of this month. I think I got this right. Aren't we hiring a kids camp director? Then this month we're already doing some interviews with people for camp. There are camp directors and things that are going to happen, counselors. All that is happening right now. We've got to have some upfront money to get them in. Once the kids start pouring in, money starts coming in, 
then things start happening like this, like this. And here's what I need you to do. I need you to give some money. I'm just telling you, this isn't one of those, don't you, don't hear what I'm not saying. This isn't one of them, uh, I think we better pray about it. No, I think you better give. Because this is, this is moving the kingdom. We're bringing kids in here and their families in here and you are in the moment. This is your moment. You wanted to be here, now you're here. This is it. So you can go to the app. If you're watching online, you go to the app. You can give. You can go to marathonchurch.org. If you want to know more about what's happening, you need to go online and look at all the pictures. And as we get things done, more and more pictures will be added. But I'm telling you, family, listen to me. If you want your child in here, you better go today. Does everybody understand? We only have 55 spots. Until we get expanded, that's all we can do right now. That's all DSS will let us have at this moment until we expand. Now, there you go. We're about to have a camp. Y'all stand with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been waiting on this thing. We tried it before the pandemic, and I'm like, well, nothing happened. We just need a little virus. And here we are. I love it. So y'all need to give. Help us raise this money. We got to start hiring staff and all that. And drive around on the way out. Go over that way and you can see all the ball fields. And everything will be happening tomorrow by Wednesday should be in. And we'll be ziplining like that. Is that the way that look? I don't know. Listen, we just got to thank God for what's happening. This is amazing. This is amazing. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for what you're doing. I pray for the people who are going to give and make this happen. Just go ahead and, and bless them 10 times over for their gift. Just do that. And Father, thank you again for everything that has happened in 24, 25 years. And you just keep bringing it. Thank you for the camp. You know we've been waiting on it. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.